What is up, everybody? Thank you all so much for tuning in to G Marie Taught Me, the podcast. Wow, I cannot believe it, but I have not podcasted since January of 2022. Um, for those that may or may not know, I have been dealing with um, some health issues that has caused me to take a break from doing a lot of stuff. Um, I developed something called intracranial hypertension, and um, it's also known as a cerebral tumor. Basically, it's excess fluid that builds up in the spine and it goes to the brain and it causes um, pressure to build up and it's very uncomfortable very uncomfortable very uncomfortable and it's been um it's been a journey and it's been a rough journey just trying to do everyday tasks and um as well as just you know be a mother and a wife and for me i needed to take a step back from everything and put my health first so that meant not podcasting um and unfortunately it sucked because I had a year's worth of content planned out from January all the way up until basically November. And I was even in the process of getting ready to do an interview with a good friend. And I had to cancel the interview in uh, in January because I was rushed to the hospital for the intracranial hypertension. Um, I've been dealing with this for the past year since I've had my daughter and I did not know that that's what I was dealing with, but, um, I've been taking care of myself. I've been doing yoga. I've been doing strength training. I've been watching, you know, what I'm eating. Sometimes I do fall off the bandwagon and I might eat, you know, some stuff that I'm probably not supposed to eat. I haven't been drinking and now I might have had, you know, a glass of, of wine or two or even a margarita. But as of lately, I just I have not been drinking at all. I haven't smoked since Christmas, which is really kind of weird for me because I've had a whole blunt sitting here waiting for me since May. And I planned on smoking it for my birthday and I just never did. I never did. But for me, um, I guess working out was my escape as well as um reading and listening to my devotionals in the morning before i have to you know take care of some stuff and run errands throughout the day as well as you know gear up to be a mother and and watch my growing toddler who is wow she is something else y'all i cannot believe that i had my daughter a year ago and she's officially a toddler and she's already experiencing the terrible twos y'all i'm gonna need some help <laughs> i'm gonna need i'm gonna need some advice on how to deal with the toddler um she definitely looks like her father but she definitely acts like me so my mother is just basking in the ambiance every time she has to watch my daughter she's like oh yeah i love it i love it i love it because she literally is the epitome of you and this is everything that you used to do as a child and now you are getting your payback and i am here to witness it and it's rough it is rough um because like i said all days are not good days for me but i am making it i am definitely finding joy in such a um weird situation having the intracranial hypertension as well as you know being a mom and being a wife 
Um, but here I am. I am back. I am back with episode 59. And today's episode is actually titled Finding Her um, slash Doing the Inner Work. So this episode was inspired by um, a podcast. Well, actually, no, um, a book, an audio book that I was listening to by Cara Alwill. And I, I listen to her podcast all the time, uh, Style Your Mind, the podcast. So if you haven't uh, checked her out, please check her out. Uh, she's also on Instagram and she's known as The Champagne Diet. I've been following Cara for some years and I just, I love her content and I love her, um, her confidence and I love everything that she puts out on the daily. And she's just, she's a real person. Like I, I really, I, I kick it with her. I really, I fucks with her. <laughs> so the quote of the week is, um, there's no perfect time like the present waiting for the perfect time will have you waiting until you can't wait anymore by then you'll be gone um so that is a quote that i came up with literally on the fly and the reason why i came up with this quote is because i've been thinking about my life and how everything has transpired just over the year and especially from february up until now and how um me dealing with you know my health issues how that's caused me to pause and take a break from a lot of stuff uh primarily you know podcasting um obviously I haven't been DJing like I had a gig I was supposed to do in August and I actually canceled that gig because I just wanted to be you know sure that I was okay to just function um i haven't been teaching dance i haven't taught dance really since october and i had plans on teaching a step class but then again i literally had to put everything on pause and to focus on my health um but in spite of everything me putting everything on pause it took me a second to realize that july 18th 2022 i will be celebrating my four-year anniversary as a podcaster i cannot believe it and the thing is is that for me i almost felt like i didn't deserve to celebrate simply because um i wasn't podcasting like i wanted to this year and i have spent majority of last year uh being pregnant as well as building another business. So a lot of my time went into building another business. And unfortunately that took away from working on my podcast. So as a result, I felt like I didn't really have anything to celebrate. Um, but when I look back and I look back, you know, when I first started my podcast and how far I've come, even though technically I only have a year's worth of content and this is, you know, a four year mark for me. I am just proud of the fact that I've I've done this for this long and I've been, you know, for the most part consistent with my podcasting. But most importantly, I'm passionate about the things that I talk about and I know I tend to um kind of change the direction of like where my podcast is going and why it started like why I started podcasting uh, to begin with um and something I wanted to kind of shine light on is you know I I want to help everybody like that's always been my thing that's always been my goal in life and I think I get that nurturing spirit from both of my uh, my grandmother and my great-grandmother on my mom's side so for me 
to not be able to help anybody um, and to basically say, no, I need to help myself before I can help somebody else. It's kind of hard for me because I'm so used to, you know, giving back to others. But this is the first year I really had to say, you know what, Gabrielle, you can't help anybody until you help yourself. Like you can't. So you can't teach, you know, your dance classes or your step class until you're in step with your health. You can't podcast and sit here on this computer for, you know, hours and hours until, you know, you're at a place of balance. Um, you can't really do anything. You can't do things for others until you've taken the time out to do something for yourself and to really acknowledge like, hey, either this is working or this isn't working. So something I wanted to do, I still want to help, you know, black people navigate depression and anxiety, but I feel like my content has shifted. It's starting to shift because I've been posting a lot more of my personal story, um, living with intracranial hypertension on my Instagram and, um, where I take my step classes, um, is with my, uh, my mentor fitness by Julie. And, um, I also got my certification to be a step instructor through her and it'll be a year in November. And at first, you know, I was beating myself up about not using my step certification because you know, why get something if you're not going to use it? But unfortunately I didn't have that luxury to, you know, put my, step skills to work as an instructor um but also too i believe in you know building on a skill and honing in for maybe a year or so until you kind of branch out and do something but a lot of people they kind of just they start and then they continue to learn as they're growing as a business and um that's something that julie did as a step instructor as well as a yoga instructor and i admire that about her so for me I've always, I've always tried to wait for this perfect time to do something. And something I had to realize is that there's literally no perfect time to do anything. Like shit is going to do what it's going to do. Life is going to life. And you just kind of got to get on, on board with everything. You know, even when stuff isn't going your way, like even when your health isn't going your way, when your finances, you know, aren't going your way, when things are happening within your family. Um, you know, if you lost a job, if you, you are walking away from a relationship, if, you know, friends are walking out of your life, if you're just in a place of turmoil, if you're in a place of, I don't know what it is that I want to do next. Sometimes you have to sit and be still and just meditate and really think about okay what are my next steps so for me that's kind of what I did from February up until now like even though I definitely had to put my health first um there was just this moment of what do I want to do um so as a result I realized that there are so many things that I can do but I guess the thing is what am I passionate about and eventually how can I help others with this passion and podcasting has always been at the top of my list um teaching dance it's it's in there somewhere and it's not that I don't want to teach dance it's just 
you know, I, I have to think about long term. Uh, as a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, I was leaving the leasing office here in my apartment complex and I was holding my daughter and I stepped down and missed the step. I twisted my ankle and I had to try to break my fall and turn my body to keep her from hitting her head on the concrete. She only scratched her head on a rock, but I was scared that she hit her head on a rock. So, you know, I've been limping around for these past couple of days also. And um, I also have a gig that I have to do. It's a um, it's an audio engineering gig that I have to do for a show. And it was supposed to be today, but it got rescheduled for two weeks from now. But I think about stuff like that, like how, okay, what if you have an injury or what if something comes up? Like, how are you going to still produce, you know, a certain amount of income if you have an injury and you can't teach dance anymore? So I think about the bigger picture you know or having a toddler and not being able to find a babysitter or not being able to you know put my toddler in daycare at the moment like I think about stuff like that so for me podcasting I always kept coming back to podcasting podcasting and coaching and um eventually you know step and, and dance will follow through but it just won't be like a primary thing for me like I'll create um a membership site for people where they can take, you know, step classes or dance classes with me. But I want you all to keep in mind that, you know, G Marie taught me started out as a podcast and I feel like it should end as a podcast. Um, I don't have a problem with, you know, deviating what it is that G Marie taught me is doing like as far as the mission statement. But I know for me, I have to also think about like, not only how am I helping people, but how am I helping my family and myself? So now that I'm a stay-at-home mom slash wife, um, I haven't been to work in over two years. Like I haven't worked a full-time job in over two years. And I've just been kind of doing contract work. And for me, I find that that flexibility really helps. It helps a lot being a stay-at-home parent. Um, especially my last job. My last job was pretty much remote. I wasn't too much in the field, maybe like 15 hours out of the 40 hours that I did work, you know, from home was field work, but most of my work, I, I worked from home um, and I was able to work anywhere. I worked in Cleveland. I worked in Indiana. I worked in Kentucky. So having that flexibility and now being a stay-at-home mom it's like I like having that flexibility I like having the ability to you know work remotely uh, but most importantly I love podcasting and um I've always wanted to go into radio too like I I remember going to camp one year and they had like something called like an elective where we had opportunities to kind of venture off and do, you know, other stuff besides playing kickball and going swimming. So they had a workshop for broadcast journalism. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me check that out. And I'm like, what, 12, 13. But I was like, no, this is something that I really enjoy doing. And um, I don't know if you guys know, but when I was rejected from the dance department at Wayne State the first time, um, I actually went to school for journalism. So I was like, okay, well, if I can't dance, then I'll just write about it, you know? But then eventually I got bored with that. Worked at Disney, dropped out of college for a year and then came back and re-auditioned. Got my bachelor's of science in dance, but I still had 
um, some credits to where I could get a minor in communication studies. So I did that. Um, stayed for a year, you know, worked at Wayne State for a couple of years, kind of just bought myself some time so I didn't have to pay Uncle Sam back. I still ain't pay Uncle Sam back, but that's here nor there. <laughs> but anyways, um, so back to uh, what I was saying, just always waiting for the right time, you know, and I don't know if anybody else deals with um, imposter syndrome or even fear of rejection. But for me, um, something that I struggled with, especially with my podcast and being able to do the amount of stuff that I know how to do, like being, you know, a, a black woman in media. So knowing how to DJ, knowing how to do audio engineering, um, but also knowing how to teach dance and knowing how to you know podcast and teach others how to podcast um being a an author i've co-authored two books before i was 21 and then i i still have a manuscript that i haven't finished but i'm like halfway there and i've been sitting on that so i do so many different things and then I struggle with imposter syndrome because I can do so many different things. So as a result, I get scared and I kind of freeze up because I'm like, I don't want people thinking I'm a fraud because I can do so many things. And you would think, like, if you were to take a step back and look at like, okay, Kevin Hart or Oprah Winfrey or Jennifer Lopez, um, you look at these people and it's like they do everything. Queen Latifah, they do everything. So... If they can do it, then why can't I do what it is that I want to do? And why is it that I'm struggling with imposter syndrome so much? You know, even being a DJ, like for a while, I struggled with imposter syndrome being a DJ. I think I was, I think the most confident I've ever been about any subject was always dance because I feel like that's what people, that's what people know me for. They know me as an expert in dance, but you know, little do they know that I am an expert at, you know, audio engineering, that I am an expert at being a DJ, even though I can still work on some shit with, you know, DJing. Um, but that I'm also an expert at writing, you know, and not just creative writing, but I could pull papers out of my ass literally the day before it was due in college and I would get A's. And I'm like, how, how do I do that? But imposter syndrome, it's real. It's very real, but it's um, it's something that I eventually I have to get out of my own way and say, okay, you know, Gabrielle, it's cool to be talented and it's it's okay to know how to do a whole bunch of shit and and master it and be good at stuff and and to let people see you in that light, um, even when you're not doing good at something that you're really good at, it's okay for people to see you just being you. Most importantly. When I finally got my certification to become a step instructor and then I was, you know, going to teach the classes, I kind of felt like I launched my campaign to teach um, prematurely. And that's my own fault. And then I started to struggle with imposter syndrome again. I started to, you know, what if people think I'm not a good uh, step instructor because now I'm stepping into a new field. I am going from, you know, teaching dance to teaching a fitness class and there you know, are ways where you can kind of merge dance and fitness and make it your own. Um, so for me, that's kind of what I've been working on too, as you know, just me taking my step classes and working with my, uh, my step instructor slash mentor and 
she julie gets on my head a lot too in class <laughs> like she really gets on my head because i'm gonna tell y'all when i started back taking step i think i started back in october i want to say october november and then that same week i got a step certification and when i did get my step certification um i was still like at a beginner level so i went in with no knowledge of how to teach step even though i was a dance instructor i i'm like i don't know what it is that i'm doing but i said i'm going to do it i'm going to do it anyways and a lot of the times i mean you know we do things and we have clearly no idea you know what we're doing and stuff especially business owners like if you start a business a lot of the times you don't know what the fuck it is that you need to do to even function as a business um and i'm gonna be you know really transparent with you all so i uh i was supposed to be a co-owner of a dance studio and then i did a partnership with draw and i struggled with that for some time because um i felt like it was it was taking up a lot of my time but it was taking up my time away from me building G Marie taught me um, it was taking away time from my family, but most importantly, I started to struggle with my health. As a result, um, this created a domino effect and I wasn't happy. I was not happy um, being a business owner to basically three different businesses and one of them, you know, was eventually it was, it was becoming really successful. But then the other two that I was really passionate about were not as successful um and then again i developed uh intracranial hypertension and i did not know that that's what was going on with me at the time so you know i'm having issues with um my my eyesight like my vision kept going in and out a lot i kept having these really really bad pressure headaches and um it was to the point where i just couldn't do any work anymore i had a newborn so I just I was not in a happy place at all when I was trying to, you know, be everything to everybody. But most importantly, um, and, and I'm, I'm just going to be really transparent. The support that, quote unquote, was being offered to me at the time um, from two of my business partners was, in fact, not being offered. So. As a result, that's when I was like, you know what, I really need to take a step back and I really need to, you know, reevaluate the things that make me happy. And for me, um, I believe in balance. I I am also a believer in, you know, work hard, hustle hard, you know, culture, um, especially for so many years. Like I've always had two or three jobs. I, you know, I was in school full time. I've always worked two or three jobs. Um, I, you know, interned for Disney and I always worked like over 12 hour days. Most of the time I was a trainer. Um, I worked in higher education and I worked in multiple departments um, at Wayne State University. So I kept my hands in a lot of stuff. So I've always believed in, you know, hustle hard, hustle hard. But then when I had my daughter, um, aligning <laughs> was my um, overall goal, being a wife and being a new parent. Um, and then just, you know, trying to cope with these health issues, it was a lot for me. So there was just this moment, this aha moment where I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to do this. I do not want to hustle 
um, super hard. Like I've been doing these past, you know, 15, 20 years or so. I do not want to be at a dance studio every freaking day of my life teaching dance when I can be spending, you know, most of that time with my family. Um, and on top of that, my husband, who is a truck driver, he was over the road. So it was even harder. And, you know, um, there was a time where, you know, I joked around with him that I would say, you know, on the weekdays, sometimes I feel like a single parent. And then on the weekends, you know, that's when I feel like I have my help. But that was really hard for my husband to have to deal with knowing that, you know, he has a three month old and he's over the road. He's in Texas. He's in Miami, but he's doing what he needs to do to take care of his family because, you know, I could not work full time. And I still kind of can't work uh, full time just because of, you know, my condition. And that's the thing. Something that I had to get out of the mind frame is that I am sick. Um, I don't want to keep saying that I'm sick because then it'll put me in this place where I am unable to, you know, do everyday tasks or just function. Um, but having a neurological disorder has definitely um, taken a turn and it has changed a life. I mean, a lot in my life. Um, it was definitely a life altering experience and it was a one that was really hard to accept. So, you know, for me, I kind of fell back into this depression and for the longest, you know, everything that I was dealing with was always labeled as postpartum depression, but it wasn't just postpartum, you know, it was the intracranial hypertension and intracranial hypertension. When you have a neurological disorder that also affects everything else that's going on um, with your hearing, your sight your um just overall sense of existing like I was hypersensitive to a lot of stuff a sound or I couldn't hear anything or I couldn't see anything and you know at one point this was a joke for my um my old business partners and and I kind of joked about it too but this was really a condition that I was dealing with and I did not know that this was part of having intracranial hypertension because I wasn't diagnosed until February of 2022 but again I gave birth to my daughter um May 7th 2021 so here I am dealing with this stuff on top of you know trying to be everything to you know my business partners trying to be everything to my daughter trying to be everything to my husband um but most importantly just trying to find time to be everything to myself and being a new mom and having that revelation and saying like yo I I'm going to do what makes me happy. So if focusing on my family is what makes me happy, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on my family. If taking care of my body, um, you know, both spiritually, mentally and physically is what makes me happy and will provide me longevity, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, I love dance. I love teaching dance. I love DJing. <laughs> I love all of this stuff. But at some point, you got to take a step and you got to say, okay, what do I really want to do? So here I am now, um, from February up until now, really just deciding like, okay, I'm going to ease back into a lot of stuff. And I, of course, I'm going to keep you guys, you know, updated on everything. And the main thing is the pledge that I had to make to myself, um, in spite of everything that was kind of unraveling and things were, when I say things were like really falling apart, just in my personal life and my professional life, 
I had to remember to keep going. Like I had to remember to just keep going to persevere in spite of, um, even when I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's hard to continue to have faith in something when you don't see the end result. So that's really where I'm at with um, everything as far as my business, my businesses, <laughs> because I've talked about, you know, how I dissolved my media company. Um, but I never talked about how I started Jimmy Taught Me as a business. And it's it kind of did a, um, a downward fall. So I currently technically have walked away from three businesses. And the thing is, is that I'm so passionate about Jimmy Taught Me that I do not see myself just completely walking away from Jean Marie taught me I was forced to have to stop um focusing on Jean Marie taught me and that caused a domino effect as well but here I am I am in a I I, I, I want to say I'm in a much better place but I would be lying if I said that because not every day is a good day it really isn't but I just I strive and I, I do what I can do and I just make the best of my situation because at the end of the day, life is going to life. It's going to go. It's going to go on. It's going to continue. It's going to keep moving even when you're not ready to move. So how are you going to persevere in spite of? And I'll I'll leave you all with that. But um, first and foremost, I definitely want to thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. Um... I, I try to keep my episodes, you know, short and just straight to the point now, simply because I want to just offer some insight to my listeners. Um, when I do interviews, then my episodes will be a little bit longer, unless if I just kind of go on a tangent and I feel that there are some things that are on my mind or my heart that I need to get off my chest. But today, I think I did a pretty good job just kind of, you know, putting it all out there and keeping you guys updated as to what's been going on from January up until now. Um, but... If you want to stay in touch, you can follow me um, on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook. I am on Twitter, <laughs> but barely. And all of my uh, social media handles are Marie Taught Me. But Marie Taught Me uh, podcast has its own um, social media handle on Instagram. So that's Marie Taught Me podcast. If you want to just follow that page in particular. Um, right now, my website is under construction. So bear with me. Um, my, my email is also under construction, so bear with me. But if you do need to get in contact with me, please email me at gmarietaughtme at gmail.com. I will be happy to, um, you know, just kick it with you all. Or you can even shoot me a DM if you want to kick it with me. But I am also so excited to announce that I am not only on Apple, uh, I am not only on Spotify, but I am also on, um... Which one is it? Look, I, I accidentally discovered that I was on Audible. Yes, I am officially streaming on Audible. And the reason why this stuff is so special to me, because, um, I mean, if you know what you're doing, it's, it's really easy to kind of like, you know, be featured on these different streaming platforms. But it is a reminder of the fact that I did all of this myself. And um, <laughs> Issa Rae, she literally just did an interview about the definition of being an entrepreneur. And she literally said, the definition of being an entre uh, entrepreneur is, I did this shit myself. That's the, that's the end of the story. 
And that is something I am so proud of uh, when it comes to being a dance instructor, you know, getting my degree, my bachelor's of science in dance with a minor in comp studies from Wayne State. I put myself through school. I, you know, co-authored two books. I'm in the process of writing a manuscript. I taught myself how to DJ. I taught myself audio engineering. Um, but I, most importantly, I taught myself how to podcast from scratch. And that is something that I am very, very proud of. And I, I literally, I've been sitting on material on how to teach other, you know, people like myself that want to share their story, how to podcast. And I don't know when I'm going to launch that workshop, but I've been sitting on that. Um, as well as my book that I've been sitting on, uh, love loss and the advice that I said, I should have listened to my damn self. And um, that book is pretty much just, you know, a tell-all as to some of the things that I've gone through and I've experienced as far as love and loss. And let me tell you, if you guys watch and just like that, aka Sex in the City part, duh, I did not get the book title from Carrie's, uh, Carrie Bradshaw's character. I already came up with this book title before this show even came out. So I just want to throw that out there for my Sex in the City fans, okay? I did not steal this shit from Carrie Bradshaw or the TV show. This was my book title for a long time, and I just need to get it taken care of so that way I own the rights to my book title. But yes, I am. I think I am more excited and ex and inspired as to where things are taking me um especially because i'm not waiting for anybody to create an opportunity for me i am in a place where i am ready to create an opportunity for my damn self i am no longer waiting for permission you know i'm no longer waiting to be validated by people i am in a space of i'm so creative i can do so many different things and i am proud of that and you know, either you rock with me or you don't rock with me. And that's fine. But for those that have been rock with me for this long, thank you so much. And for those that don't rock with me, you know, I'm sorry that you don't rock with me. I think I'm a pretty cool person, to be honest. But again, I would like to thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of Jeepery Taught Me. Um, look out. There are more episodes coming up. There are some interviews that I will be conducting um, to finish out the rest of the year. Uh, unfortunately, I did not get a chance to, you know, do my year's worth of content or interviewing like I wanted to do, but that's okay. In the words of Donnie McClurkin, we fall down, but we get up and that's cool. That's all right. So I've been down, but it's time to, you know, pick myself back up and it's time to do what we got to do and, and get this money, you know, um, it's time to get this money. <laughs> that's where I'm at. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in today's episode. And again, um, I just want to wish my first baby, uh, before I had Autumn, G. Marie taught me happy four year anniversary or happy fourth birthday. Um, I am so proud of you and where you've, you know, where you came from, like from humble beginnings all the way up until now. And this is only the beginning and I am going to keep going. I'll leave you all with that. I'm going to keep going. So thank you all so much, and I look forward to kicking it with you all soon. Talk to you later. Bye.